This is HR in Review, a podcast dedicated to HR thought leadership, actionable advice, and all the latest developments in human resource management. Welcome to another episode of the HR in Review pod. I'm your guest host today, Bill Bannum, and joining me on this episode is Dr. Andy Wood, OBEDL, Chief Executive over at Adnams PLC, the home, in my opinion, of some of the best beers, wines, and spirits that the UK has to offer. Andy joined Adnams in the mid-1990s with responsibility for developing its customer service and supply chain operations. He joined the board in 2000 as sales and marketing director, becoming managing director in 2006 and chief executive in 2010. Andy has an MBA, a doctorate from Cranfield University and honorary doctorates in business from Anglia Ruskin University, in science from Cranfield University and civil law from the University of East Anglia. He has also been awarded an OBE in the Queen's Birthday Honours back in 2013 and is an HRH, the Prince of Wales Ambassador for Responsible Business in the East of England. Hey, Andy, welcome to the show today. Hey, Bill, good to be here and thank you for that very long and nice introduction. Well, despite the fact it was long, uh, I'm going to start with you today by uh, inviting you maybe to introduce yourself a bit more to our listeners, telling them a bit more about yourself, your career background and, of course, telling them all about Adams. Yeah, well, um, thank, thanks for that. Yeah, it's been a, a path less travelled for me. Uh, and I think uh, if you were to uh, take myself back to my 16-year-old self, I probably wouldn't have thought that I'd be sitting here chatting to Bill today, uh, having had a list of things that uh, I've done in my career. Um, I wouldn't have anticipated when I was 16. I was... Uh, uh, brought, brought up in a sort of unpresupposing background in southeast London. Uh, my father decided that he, he wanted to get myself and my brother out of southeast London in the 1970s. Uh, and we moved to uh, sleepy Norfolk. It was quite a culture shock at the time. Um, and that's become my home. I went to work for Norwich Union at how. Uh, a place where many people of my age uh, living in Norwich went to work in those days. And I think I was there in the halcyon days. They put huge store behind people development, training and training, um, values. And it was just a place where somebody who had a thirst for learning um, could learn. And, and I learned a lot of my stock in trade that I've got now in those early formative years. As you said in the intro, I moved to Adams in the mid-90s. It was really a greenfield site. I was able to bring forward um, a number of those sort of learnings that I had at Norwich Union. I'd also completed an MBA. Um, and and Adams, you know, brave move for them at the time. They they allowed me to implement much change here. And um, I guess the rest is history. This edition of HR in Review is a special guest episode brought to you in partnership with our friends at the North American-based HR Chat podcast, a podcast focused on interviews with HR, talent and tech experts. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Andy. And what Andy didn't mention there, um, but it's another reason why I respect him, is he's also a Norwich City fan, a, a season ticket holder I understand, and uh, I'm also I'm also a big Canaries fan. Listeners, uh, don't switch off, please. But we're, we're good people, and hopefully we'll be back in the Premier League next season. Andy, <laughs> uh, okay. Now then, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about uh, an upcoming event 
that uh, you're going to be speaking at. So uh, listeners, um, regular listeners of this show and my other pod, the HR Chat Show, will know that in addition to uh, loving my day job as a, as a podcast host, I also get involved with different events for HR people, talent professionals and leaders. And um, I'm co-organizing events uh, based on the Disrupt HR brand. We're relaunching the Disrupt HR Norwich chapter. Uh, and we've got a meetup happening on November 3rd. Andy's going to be one of our two amazing speakers. Um, and I should also uh, offer a bit of a shout out to the other speaker, Doug Field from the Co-op East of England and Julie Bishop, my amazing co-host with the most. Andy, tell me a bit about your session at the Norwich Business Meetup. I, I know that you're still formulating a few of the details and whatnot, but in, in general terms, tell us a bit about the session and some of the hoped for learning outcomes. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to coming along. Doug Field is an old friend of mine. We we go back quite a long way as well. Um, I think it's very opportune to be discussing, uh, you know, HR and people within the context of the cost of living crisis that we've got going on and all the turmoil that's going on and uncertainty and all that on the back of two years of COVID. It's just the time when we need to sort of take stock of the profession of HR and how can we help our people through this really quite torrid time and worrying time for them with much uncertainty. So that's that's going to be the sort of theme really is how can leaders uh, work with their HR colleagues to help people navigate what is a very, very difficult time, whether that's, you know, worried about their energy prices, worried about mortgage rates going up, uh, worried about their job changing, uh, their company going, uh, trying to make its way in a rece potential recessionary period. I think it's going to be a fascinating session. And uh, with all these things, I usually le learn more than I have to say. So I'm going to be, uh, I'll be speaking, but I'll ha also have both, uh, both ears switched on as well and listen to what people have got to say. Why not subscribe to the premium version of HR in Review? You'll get ad-free content, early and extra episodes and more. Even better, although it's the premium edition, it's absolutely free. Sign up at hrreview.co.uk slash podcast. Wonderful. Thank you, Andy. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. By the way, listeners, um, this is just me doing shameless plugs, isn't it? We will get back to the content in a second. Um, but by the way, listeners, uh, the event is free to attend because we want to grow the community in in norwich um so come along uh, andy and his team have kindly offered a pair of uh, tickets to to one lucky attendee to uh, do it to get a brewery tour of of adnams now i've got family members who've done it i haven't yet done it myself but they uh they speak very very highly of it um so there's another reason to come along as, as, as well as all the amazing content and the networking you'll get to do oh and there's amazing food being supplied by the merchants of spice which is an amazing restaurant uh, in norwich okay andy let's get back to the hard-hitting questions now sir mm. uh in addition to your role at adnams you're also a former non-executive director at folk hotels so you, you've got a lot of uh you've got a lot of insight here in terms of the hospitality industry talk to me a bit about the effects that the pandemic had on the hospitality industry in the uk and efforts to to attract and develop employees in a post-pandemic world well the hospitality industry is is one of the biggest sectors in the uk economy employing some three million people um and with regards to the pandemic i remember it very well march 23rd 2020 when the then prime minister john 
Boris Johnson said that uh, hospitality was to go into lockdown. And um, we thought it was going to be for six weeks. As it turned out, it was six months in 2020, then another six months in 2021. And that presents real challenges for a business that uh, is a people-led business that requires on people to serve, requires people to serve its customers. We're not not like a technology company that does everything through an app. Um, we uh, uh, very much are about face-to-face -face, meeting people, uh, creating great experiences for people. And to be unable to do that for a period of time and for our staff to realize that uh, the company that they love and work for had more than 50% of its uh, revenues vaporized overnight um, was quite a shock. And um, it took quite a lot of holding things together, regular br briefings, using technology. I mean, clearly we we all all companies implemented technology so quickly so that they could keep in touch with one another. Um, and it uh, really uh, drove changes in behaviors. But having said that, you know, we stayed true to our notion of being a purpose-led, uh, values-driven business. And um, probably we'll return to that uh, a bit later on. But um, it was a very, very traumatic time, Bill. If you enjoy the HR in Review podcast, please consider giving us a five-star rating in iTunes or in your podcast app of choice. This helps others find us and grow our community of HR and related professionals. Okay, thank you, Andy. And how difficult has it been to, to attract and retain employees since 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 yeah if we can call it the end of the pandemic in in 2022 certainly and and that's in the context of the great resignation people have tried other things over the last couple of years people are demanding higher salaries more benefits all the rest of it what what are some of those challenges that you guys have faced well i mean we we've we've all suffered the great resignation um we had the pandemic uh, so trying to you know that probably has faded in uh, the back of people's memories but trying to maintain service when uh, members of staff were getting pinged for COVID as well. And then we've seen, um, you know, as a result of some decisions that uh, the UK electorate took back in 2016, we saw lots of people go out of the workforce and we saw older workers uh, exit the workforce on the back of the pandemic as well. Um, what, what steps did we take? As I said earlier, we stuck to this notion of our purpose and our values. But we also revisited our value, employee value proposition and absolutely uh, made it a mission of ours as soon as we had enough cash to be able to do so to move ourselves to being a real living wage employer. Uh, and I'm very proud of that step and very proud that, um, that Adnam's employees um, were able to benefit from that because um, they work so so hard and they work so hard during that period and continue to work really hard for us. Um, I think it also builds into the reputation of Adnams as a uh, caring employer, bringing, bringing these values to life. Uh, and our employer brand is, is, is a very good one. Our challenge really has not been in retaining, uh, attracting and retaining frontline employees. Our challenge has been the poaching of people for further up the management hierarchy. And that's been a real challenge for us. And, um, you know, very recently we've seen with one individual 
um, that we were virtually into a bidding war. And, you know, you have to say at some point enough is enough. Uh, hopefully we're on the other side of that. But uh, it was a very difficult time for us. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, we're a high trust business. We try, and to, try to be as authentic as we can. And we bring our values, particularly around per, uh, people and community to life at every opportunity. Excellent. Thank you, Andy. Now, Andy, we're living in uncertain times and uh, a recession is looming. Uh, we've just, as we record this interview in early October, we've just had the latest uh, report come out. And actually, it was a 0.2 percent uh, growth in the last quarter in the UK, which was a bit of a surprise to some people. But nonetheless, folks are expecting um, the next three, four, maybe five quarters to be pretty difficult. Uh, Andy, I'm going to challenge you in one minute or less. What are your predictions for jobs in the UK hospitality industry in 2023? I think uh, they're pretty, pretty good, actually, um, provided that the hospitality industry can step forward and meet the uh, wage challenges that, uh, that are out there. Uh, a job in hospitality offers so much. Um, it's very much about team working. It's about dealing with people from all walks of life. Um, it's about problem solving. And hospitality still offers huge social mobility. So if, I, if you may indulge me, our chief operating officer, a, a, a young lady, I'll call her a young lady, called Karen Hester, uh, joined Adnams in, around the time that I did, a little bit before me, as a part-time office cleaner. And she progressed through the ranks and she's chief operating officer and sits with myself and my colleagues in the boardroom now and makes a huge contribution. Hospitality is one of the few industries that can offer that. And I think that can be a real draw. What hospitality has got to do is tell that story better. OK, we indulged you. And that was still within about 60 seconds, Andy. Good work. Good work. Um, so uh, I personally see more and more Adams products in the shops and at, uh, different pubs that I may frequent from time to time. And that, that's amazing. Uh, my current favorite products of yours are Mosaic and Ease Up. I've got some Ease Up, I think, downstairs in the fridge right now. Um, based on Adams experiences of tremendous growth, I'd like to now get your take on or your suggestions on how leaders can scale processes and talent management efforts at pace and at scale? Well, I think the innovation that you've seen um, from Adnams and, and, you know, one of our sort of phrases around uh, uh, amongst our value set is that we're innovative and evolving um, is that we don't want people to hang their brains up on the coat peg when they come in in the mornings. We want people to fully engage this massive biocomputer that they have between their ears. So the way that you do that is trust people. Trust people, allow people to come up with ideas. Um, there's been some fantastic products. Smidgen, which is a very low alcoholic solution for uh, drinking gin. Our 0.5 ghost ship, again, both of these innovations came from the shop floor, really. And many of our beers come from the shop floor. And we've got one out at the moment called Sea Fog. And I was chatting to the young brewer last Thursday about how he came up with that. And this is, you know, allowing people to express themselves and trusting people to, to, uh, to have a go. People don't come in to make mistakes. They come in to do the best work they can do. And that all needs leaders to trust their people that they're going to do that. And um, 
Within that, of course, we have a whole range of processes. We have a modern state-of-the-art uh, brewery. We have a modern state-of-the-art distillery. So these people are playing on wonderful equipment. And of course, we also have some amazing leaders who are real experts in their field, not only on a uh, regional, national, but also international uh, platform. So we've got the right conditions for us to innovate and grow and scale our business. Do you know, I was chatting to a, a barman the other day in a pub in, in Norwich and uh, uh, we got we got chatting and I mentioned that I'm interviewing you today. And uh, he, he he said to me, he said, when you interview Andy B Bill, if he mentions Ghost Ship and the uh, the low alcohol version of that, so tell him my suggestion, which uh, for branding would be Ghost of a Ship for, for, <laughs> for, for, the, for the low alcohol version. I thought that was quite clever. So there we go. I'm passing that on to you. Yeah, very um, clever. I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> on board. Yeah, thanks, Bill. <laughs> Andy, we've only got a few minutes left here. I want to be respectful of your time. So just a, a few more questions for you. And the next one, I'm going to challenge you again to answer in one minute or less, please. Yeah. Um, and it's a standard question we ask of all of our guests. If you could pass on one crucial lesson that you've learned in your career in one minute or less, what would be your top tip for HR pros and leaders? Well, I think I uh, sort of hinted at this at the start of the podcast, really. And that is to seek lifelong learning. And um, that may sound a bit cliched, but um, when you're at school, when you graduate from university, the journey is just beginning. As I said, the uh, path that I walked along to arrive in this place was quite a meandering path. And the important thing is not to get too uh, uptight about that, but to relax into it. You will do your best work. When I did my uh, doctorate at Cranfield University, a lady called Kim Turnbull James, who was my PhD supervisor, uh, she said to me, Andy, you'll do your best work when you've done all of this. And she was absolutely right. I finished that way back in 2006, 2007. And uh, my best work, I would say, although, of course, others would be the judge of that, uh, has taken place in that time in that time so you know overnight successes usually take 10 years or more to build and uh, stick to the lifelong learning mantra that's my words on that thank you andy uh, another standard question we ask of all of our guests feel free to take a little bit longer if you wish uh, what is the single biggest change this is the big question what is the single biggest change that you think will happen in hr and leadership over the next five to ten years well, I think um, the introduction of te technology, the introduction of uh, social media, we are only at the nascent stages of this at the moment. Think what it will be like in five years or 10 years time. And leaders are going to have to deal with the dichotomy of having more and more remote workers whilst also make, uh, you know, somehow engendering a team spirit and making people feel part of a team and leaders being their authentic, authentic selves, but, uh, you know, via technology. I think these are huge challenges. I think what we've also seen through uh, the COVID years is um, people's own health and well-being and mental health has been really challenging. And I think leaders have to be ever more cognizant of those things. So 
a, a real number of challenges driven by the fact that businesses, for efficiency reasons, um, because their teams, their employees want to work remotely or they want hybrid and blended, blended working routines, these are all things that uh, how do you engender that team spirit whilst working in that sort of environment? And, and how do you maintain and keep an eye on the health and well-being and mental health of your teams? I think these are huge challenges for leaders as, as we move through the next five and on to in the next 10 years. That's finally for today. How can our listeners connect with you? So maybe that's through your email, maybe LinkedIn, maybe you're super cool and you're all over TikTok. And also, of course, <laughs> how can they learn more about all the cool things happening over at Adnams? Well, I, I'm far from super cool, so uh, I'm, I'm not on TikTok, but you can get me on Twitter, Andy at Adnams, and you can pick up my email address and uh, get into me via the Adnams website, adnams.co.uk. Excellent. Well, that just leads me to say for today, Andy Woods, I've enjoyed this conversation. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person on November 3rd. Thank you very much for being my guest today. Absolute pleasure, Bill. Thank you very much. The HR and Review podcast is brought to you by hrreview.co.uk. hrreview.co.uk is a website dedicated to human resources and related professionals. News items are posted daily together with analysis looking in-depth at topical HR issues. You can sign up for our range of specialist newsletters at hrreview.co.uk slash sign up and follow us on Twitter at HR Review or join us on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thank you for listening.